0: Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Engage to Flourish podcast. This is Damon. I got Kyle and Brett with me here to kick off the new year. Welcome back, guys. Happy 2024.
1: I have, I have a quick question. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Are you are you taking my role now? You're going to start asking random questions? Maybe.
2: New year, new me. <laughs> I don't know. No. Okay. How long do you say happy new year until?
0: Um,
2: uh. Just like generally Probably July. Cause that's halfway, <laughs> halfway
0: point. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, it's just the first time I see someone in the new year. Okay. Right?
2: Yeah. I heard somebody ask that other, that question on another podcast. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Cause I've said it to a couple of people. Um, even if it's just like a UPS worker or somebody yeah. and they'll be like, Oh yeah. Like happy new year. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yeah. dude, I've been working for yeah. two or three weeks. So <laughs> it's like, that's over with already. So I'm like, Oh, okay. But yeah, I agree. I normally say it to somebody if I haven't seen them or yeah. just like, yeah, to be kind or something, but <laughs> I was just curious if you guys, like, after January 1st, you're like, okay, I don't really need to say it anymore, or if it's something that kind of lingers.
0: No, I think I still say it, just usually it's the first time I see someone in the new year, and then, then it's over with. Yeah, I'm um, similar. It's nice to have in your back pocket at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Uh, yeah. Hey, happy new year!
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's true. Yeah. It's always a fallback option. Yeah.
1: Okay, well then, uh, another one that ties in with that, How long? how long do you leave your Christmas lights up?
2: well (laughs) depends who you ask because i well okay i was i was down to take them down after christmas is over yeah but because we were hosting things and into the new year it was like okay it might be nice to like leave them up but um i think they're gonna be coming down pretty soon so are you
1: still turning them on
2: yeah, we'll, okay. we'll turn them on because it's just on an automatic timer, yeah, yeah. so it, it goes off by itself. But, yeah, I am like, how long do you keep it up? Otherwise, it's, yeah, just something else to do.
0: How about you, Damon? I think normally I, I take them down like the week after Christmas, but this year we forgot to put them up, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about it
1: this nice. year.
2: That's a good strategy. You don't even have to take them down.
1: <laughs> yeah, so... I like leaving ours up because they're on a timer Mm -hmm. and we just have white ones so they don't look like just Mm -hmm. Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like when I come home and it's like that time of of day and it's like, oh, there's lights on already. It just, just, it's nice to come home to. Yeah. So I think it was, I don't think it was last year. I think it was the year before. I I think I left them up to like the end of January and then finally Mimo goes, you have to take them <laughs> down. And I was like, no, I like coming home to them. No. So I know in the next week or so, they got to they gotta find their way to the garage. Maybe that's when you stop saying Happy New Year. You're
2: like, <laughs> Lights are down. It's what not what happy anymore. <laughs> that's what I was thinking.
0: That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so as you might have noticed, we did not have new intro music this episode, but hopefully sometime soon in the future, we will have new intro music. we were trying to last minute...
1: So, wait, sometime soon in the future, like, like next week. Okay. Hopefully we'll have, for
0: our next episode. No. <laughs> next, hey, now you're sounding like Mike. So
1: we had this with Ezra yesterday. Yesterday he <laughs> said something like, oh, how is something coming along? Oh, he has a piano recital coming up. Mm. Oh, you he had a piano lesson yesterday. How did it go? And are you going to be okay? He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be ready for the recital. And me and Mimo both were like, oh, dang, that's different for him. Usually he's not that confident. He'll usually be like, well, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> so then we're like, oh, that's good. And then he, and then he goes... He said something like, "No, you said I'll, I'm gonna get it done by then." He was like, "Well, I'm hopefully gonna get." Like, no, you can't go back on it now. Like, you're,
0: you're, you said it. You're gonna. So be confident. So Damon, be confident. Next week we're gonna have new music. Okay, for our next episode we will have new intro music. Right. And for
2: next week I'll have my lights down.
0: <laughs> I won't. All right. So all you listeners can keep us accountable to taking our lights down and getting new intro music. So as it's uh. 2024 now um, our church is excited because we have a couple big things coming up in our most recent sermon pastor barry kind of gave an outline for what the year is going to look like with three key emphases mm. so kyle you want to share those with us oh so i get thrown under the bus here <laughs> I, normally, <laughs> you're the I, one I better know these <laughs> ones because yeah. you're the one normally throwing us <laughs> under the bus so
1: so our um, I'm gonna go in reverse order. I think than you did on Sunday. So our overarching one is uh, to be a city on a hill, or to become a city on a hill, and that is the the bigger picture um, of where we're headed. And two of the ways we're going to pursue that this year are stronger together, uh, which we started in uh, last year after retre- after the retreat, and the other one is uh, burn brighter. So. I identified them. Now you guys get to explain them.
0: Sure. Why don't you go for that, Brett?
2: Well, um, as I understand, <laughs> um, Stronger Together is, is. I think we saw some really cool, um, well, okay. I, I think stemming back from um, retreat and just last year, there was just this overall sense of um, wanting to draw closer as community. hmm and, um, kind of getting in the mindset that as a church, as a part of God's family, as the body, it's not just a Sunday thing. Mm. And it's not necessarily coming up with new programs or things like that, but like we can be inviting people, um, walking together in different things that we're already enjoying. And so walking, t- uh, stronger together was like, how do we walk together in different things and the fun and the activities. And then it's also a way to invite other people out to, to try things and to have fun. And, You know, it's continuing to urge urge people to um, try something, to kind of step out, um, maybe even get to know and hang out with some other people in church that you haven't before or try different activities that might be new for you. And so that's going to be a continuation and continue to um, also seek out if there's other people that didn't get to run an activity. I know some of them were a little bit seasonal. Mm -hmm. And so coming into this next year, you know, there might be some more that are, Um, in the summer or outdoors or um, just when the weather's a little different. And then the Burn Brighter, um, a big part of that is um, the new Bible reading plan that we have and uh, doing that and um, small groups. And I think just the way that we are focusing our um, messages and how everything is kind of being tied together, we're getting into a deep look at uh, Ephesians and... um, it's really about how do we together—I I feel like it builds off of Stronger Together. As we are strong, stronger together and coming together, how do we then um, reflect more of God's light? How do we How do we grow deeper? How do we dive in more? How do we um, become more of who God wants us to be? And ultimately, that leads to the, the last one that you mentioned, or the goal is being a city on a hill. And, and that's so that our light shines to all the areas of darkness everywhere else, so that um, when people see it, they are also— Interested and and drawn to to God, is that is that Dude, good enough? A plus, man. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh wait, no, no, that's an A because you missed you did miss one thing. You don't get the plus. So right. we're also doing some uh, what Pastor Barry called them kingdom training. Mm, oh yeah, the you call it kingdom training school or something. Is yeah. that the phrase he used? <laughs> kingdom so, training school. Yeah, we're we're doing some like adult classes mm. um, in the spring to mm-hmm, kind of help mm-hmm. us burn brighter so we can mature and grow. Yeah.
0: And to help facilitate uh, the adults being able to attend classes, we're also modifying uh, our family ministry program as well to um, make it so that adults don't have to worry about child care to attend a class. Like, you know, in the past when we've offered classes, that's been an issue for people, whether it's a, a weekday or a Saturday class at the Freedom Center or even coming early to church. A lot of times we haven't had... Um, Child care or limited child care. So it, it's made it a little bit more of a burden to take those classes. So, as a family ministry, we wanted to help support that and also take advantage of the opportunity. So, uh, f- during that season, we are going to offer our normal, um, I guess, what you, we would call Sunday school classes, but then we're also going to add, incorporate and add a kids' church uh, where everybody's all together or all the family ministry programs are all together to, um, worship and learn together. So we're going to, um, add that component too, so that, you know, really it's a a training ground for both our adults and for our kids and taking advantage of that as well.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. I, I think, um, we're, you know, we're viewing it as like kind of like a, a beta that we get to try this out. It's something new for our church. And then, um, I, I know we are, planning to pursue it, uh, ongoing, but we want to see how things work in different formats. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for how it's going to, um, play out, but, uh, I know that this isn't going to be like the final, the final version either.
2: It'll be different, but it'll be a good different. I think, um, some of these things are, are gonna, you know, I, I think the stronger together was, was awesome. And I think it's kind of like the appetizer. Mm -hmm. You know, I think doing fun activities is great. And I'm glad we can continue that and and hope to have, you know, continued ongoing things. But it can't just stop there. Mm -hmm. I think if we really want to be stronger together, the the stronger part also comes with like digging deeper. Mm -hmm. And so I think um, this change, you know, is going to be different. Um, it's going to require a little extra commitment or just willingness to choose and, and be open and um, be flexible and, and be and be um, willing to see what, what the differences are. But again, it kind of goes back to that thing of like, if you want to go there, if you really want to experience that, then we all have to be about it together as a church. Because if only, you know, some people go mm-hmm. or it's not, you know, a thing that as a whole staff, as a whole body, we're not kind of walking together in that. Mm. It's kind of all for naught, so to say, because, you know, we 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 want to move together and that's why I think the stronger together thing was so awesome, but it's like, now's not the time to then back off of that. I feel like I think this is a prime opportunity to step into it more. So I'm excited for what it, what's going to happen. I'll be there early. So um. Everybody else, you, I mean, I guess if you, I guess if you got kids, that's an excuse. But, um,
0: no, it's I'll, not going to be an excuse because we have we're offering stuff I'll, for the kids. Yeah, to come I'll be too.
2: there to help watch your kids. So yeah, there, the, you go. there, I'm, I'm the part of the excuse, excuse killer then, yeah. and um, no, but I think it'll be good. It'll be exciting, and and as much as it may seem like a big change, I think after a while, people won't really recognize how. "Quote unquote," different or hard it is.
0: So, as we're talking about uh, this change, that was a topic actually I thought would be good for us to talk about. Is you know, for a lot of people, change is difficult. You know, when we make changes, it's it's not easy to say yes, I want to make this change. But you know, this year it seems it sounds like in 2024 there's going to be a few different significant changes for us as a church. One being we're adding this component of the Kingdom training classes, but then also there is going to be a season where we're going to have to move locations for the first time for an extended period of time. We've met on a Sunday Mm -hmm. here and there at a different location, but for an extended period of time, not at Stanford middle school, right? So we are going to have to, because of the renovations that they're doing at the school, uh, we're not going to have access to the auditorium for a season and we're going to be moving. So there are going to be some significant changes for our church. So, just wanted to throw that out there. Like, why do you think it's so difficult for people to change, and what are some ways that we can uh, make those that difficulty easier?
1: Yeah, I think <clears throat> I, I I think one component is just personality, right? There's certain personalities that actually invite it and thrive in it, and some that are just resistant or it's uncomfortable. Um. I tend to fall more in the latter uh, description I just gave, but I know when when it's say kind of kind of forced on me, I can handle it better. When it's something I have to choose, like oh, I have an option to either go with this change or not, then it's like uh, I might just stick with what I have. But like for this one. For us uh, as a church, we don't have an option to stay where we're at. We have to move. So it's like, okay, well, then I'll just make the best of it. In that I know going into it, there's going to be things that are different and things that probably I'll, I might even like better, but there's going to be some things that I probably don't like as much. So just I think kind of even being aware of it and anticipating those kind of scenarios, it helps me to um, handle it better. When when I have when I'm forced with more abrupt changes that just kind of come out of nowhere, then those tend to be a little bit more challenging.
2: Mm-hmm. I think uh, as as human beings, we want to be comfortable, and so change gets us out of that. Even if it's a small thing, it's like I don't feel comfortable or at peace with it or used to it, and so I think something like this, you know, could you know, raise different things of like, oh, but we've always been, you know, just different, even nostalgic aspects to I'm used to this drive to I know where everything is to, you know, everything that we're comfortable with. And so I think um, having to even process that, like, okay, I'm going to have to do this or I'm going to have to drive there or figure this out or, you know, you the, the thoughts and the what-ifs can become endless. Mm-hmm. And I think that sometimes... Um, Makes the the change bigger or harder than it is, um, but I think one way to help combat that too is it's easy when change and I'm at fault at this a lot when change is going to come or I'm expecting something. I calculate all the negatives first. <laughs> you know, I look at like what's the worst possible situation? Yeah. How is this going to affect this? What's going to be the biggest pain? What's going to be the Um, thing that sucks the most or just whatever it is. And I measure that. And then it's like, if I can't get past that, then that's when the change is hard because I'm just stuck there. And so it's trying to look at, okay, I know certain things are going to happen, but what can I focus on that either gets me excited or I'm open to, or, um, you know, trying to be more in tune with, okay, well, what does God have in this then? And, and kind of focus on that. And hopefully that might help, with um our perspectives or attitudes, um when it comes to change, with with something like this,
0: I think the timing of um, some of these changes is is very interesting, and I think God has been very gracious to us in the timing, especially leading coming off of you know stronger together. It's mm. I think sometimes when you think about making change and it's it's a personal change, right? Like mm. sometimes coming off a new year, oh, I have to go to the gym more, or I have to do change my diet and a lot of times it feels very individualistic and i'm doing this on my own i have to do this of my own volition and i have to push myself to do it but coming off of our retreat and this theme of stronger together we get to recognize in these changes we don't have to do this alone Mm -hmm. we can do this we have a, a family our church family walking with us in these changes together so it's not just something that we have to tackle on our own And then two, coming into some of these other things like Kingdom Training School and some of these other things, it's like, this is an opportunity for us to see if there's something more that we've been missing out on. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes when we get caught in a routine or I I don't want to say stuck, but just when we have a routine that we're constantly doing, there might be other things that we're missing out on just because we're comfortable in the routine. So I think that breaking us out of this little comfort zone might, open us up to new opportunities and new things that we might have been missing out on the last few years just because we've been trying to keep the status quo as opposed to looking for what what else is out there.
2: Mm.
1: I, I got a thought brewing but I'm not ready for it yeah, yet. So
0: Kyle looked like he was ready to say something but then he didn't jump in.
2: Well, I think even looking at it as... I understand what you're saying about missing out but I think it's without the connotation that like what we were doing was wrong per oh, se. Oh no.
0: Yeah. That that's not, I don't think yeah, that's what I was it's, trying to it's say. It's the focus on the more, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah.
2: God might have more for us that we could step into. And so I think that's where, um, again, yeah. The focus of mm-hmm. like, if he has more for us, if God has more, for, if I told you God has more for you, I I guess, people might argue with me that it's harder to accept that or or not or want that but you know if you if you believe that god is good and has you know good for you and he says okay i have more for you are you gonna like choose to walk in that or accept that and and as much as like you were saying it is a personal choice i think it's awesome that collectively as a church we could do it together
0: yeah, so if, if that was the sense that people were getting is that I was trying to say that what we've been doing is wrong or bad, like that's totally not what I was trying to say, but just kind of like you were saying, Brett, that there might be something more that God has for us and mm. this is an opportunity for us to to seek after that and to kind of see something new.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tie in with that with our our um, Bible reading plan for this week in Ephesians one it says that we've been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Mm-hmm. So when you think of that, it's like, yeah, there is so much more that that we have available to us that we haven't tapped in. And some in some ways that feels like, um, I'm missing out or I'm not doing good enough to tap into it. But it's I think it's just as we mature, we recognize and step into more that God has for us. So in that sense, I think, yeah.
2: The bio reading plan was interesting. I was kind of thrown off (laughs) starting it new. And and those questions, I think they were good, but I, I just forgot that we were like diving into it deeper in that way. And so it was the first day was actually a little bit of a struggle to sit there and think about it, but I think it's going to be good in the long run. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The first day was different too. Just, just getting my mindset in, into that, like, oh, we're trying to wrestle with this a little bit more than just reading it and checking it off the box. Yeah. But I, I do feel like each day there have been different insights. Even though reading the same passage, I felt like the Lord has shown me different things on each day. So I think it's been good to have different questions to interact with. Uh, yeah, but it's it's been a different experience than last year where I was just trying to just read it quickly.
1: Yeah, so then, let me tie that in with my... Uh, my other thought that I was going to bring up is um, kind of Pastor Barry's example on Sunday of having the, the two or the strands of cord, mm. right? And he brought some some youth on stage and they were able to snap them even with multiple together. But then when it was the, th- the thicker one, they couldn't snap it, right? And the thicker one represented with God. And so I think even like with our Bible reading plan too, it's not, the the task is there. We could go read, but if we're not doing it, like with God's help, then we're not going to get a lot out of it. Mm. It's that but it kind of ties in with the stronger together. We're stronger together, yeah. When we just do things as community, that's fine. But it's doing it as community because of what the Lord wants to do in those times. Like where we could even stop and pray for somebody. We can invite somebody to, or, or just in different ways. So it's it's. I thought it was interesting how he talked about. Um, or, so, so what I was going to tie in with. Uh, That is at our our, um, intentional dad's group this past Sunday. We talked about um, as men wanting to become wiser, more peaceful, and healed, but then the fourth one is more godly. So if we do the first three, it's good. You can get good results out of it, but if they're not done with God and with his help, then we're just doing it out of our own flesh, and we can only get so much out of it. So I think this whole stronger together this the the way we're doing the Bible reading plan all of it all those things they have a, a an aspect that's good in and of themselves but if we aren't being intentional about making it uh, purposeful for the Lord or have, inviting the Lord into those situations then we're going to really miss out on the fullness of it.
2: No I, I that's good. I don't I don't have anything to say Kyle. That was good. I left them
1: speechless. <laughs> First one of the year. All right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, in in 2024, there's going to be a lot of changes, but we're hoping as a staff that you guys will be excited about some of the ways that the Lord has led us as a church in the different changes that have already come about. You know, like last year we incorporated the Bible reading plan and a lot of people have said that that was really good. You know, even things like starting the podcast, those have been changes, but um, we've been really excited about the ways that the Lord has been leading, and some of these changes have actually turned out to be really good. So we're hoping that you know it might seem daunting that we're moving to a different location or we're adding certain things. It might that might seem difficult, but we're hoping that really people are coming at it from the perspective of this is an opportunity and it it's going to be really good because we really think it's going to be good or we wouldn't be doing it.
1: Yeah, I think when when you're in one situation and one thing. For a long time, you can kind of lose perspective. So this will give us a chance to step back, see things from a different way, have to do things uh, differently, and maybe we'll find some things that are actually better going forward. But we find might find other things that's like, oh no, the way we were doing it was good, or whatever situation was good. So it'll be nice to have a kind of just like a little little bit of a wake up, um, not in a bad way, but just like a, a kind of bring some freshness to the way we've been doing it for what is it. 16, 17 years?
0: Well, 2024 will be 18. in years. 20, that's right. Eight, 2006. That's right.
1: 18 years.
2: And Okay, I don't want to sound controversial or, or, or step on anybody's toes. But you're going to anyways. So, I might. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some of the stuff, too, I think that we get in our heads and we, um, you know, want to complain about or... Um, the change, the aspects of change that might be like hard, honestly. And, and again, I'm, I'm saying this to myself. Mm -hmm. Some of it is like that whole, like hashtag first world problems. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, there's way bigger issues and, and problems and things that could be happening or other people are dealing with that I mean, everybody has a right to feel how they feel, and you can complain if you want, but there's other things where I'm, it feels a little more justified. And so I think for us, it's like, yeah, we can look at it as, oh, this sucks and da da da. Okay. That's fine if you want to think about it that way. But it's also an opportunity that's like, okay, yeah, it's going to be different, but let's see what. Just just even being... You don't even have to be excited for it. You could just be open. Okay, let's see what, what's going on. And I think, um, you know, for myself, I have to catch myself from complaining about a lot of first world problem things. And so <laughs> I, I think it's just bringing to light for me, like... I mean, to a certain degree, it is what it is. And so you can make the most of it or, you know, it, you can just think that it sucks and then it just sucks for you. So... <laughs> I think that's um something I'm probably going to have to focus on in this new year.
1: Okay. So two, two things came up to me while you were sharing. I, I totally agree. First one is, does that have Nancy's uh, imprint on it? Is that, mo- is that mom's wisdom right no, there? No, that's that. That no? one's
2: my dad, actually. That's your dad. Oh. When we were little, my dad would oh, say, no okay. monkling. No <laughs> okay. complaining. You yeah. don't need to complain about that. It's like, all right.
1: I could tell. I mean, that, like there, that's like a parenting. There's something from somewhere else. So, so okay. Like, yeah. I like that. Second thing, Damon, I'm thinking that maybe. For 2024, maybe that could be one of our our future segments. Like or <laughs> <laughs> we might call it something different, but like Brett's Brett's perspective, or, or Brett.
2: <laughs> I don't know, giving <laughs> me a
1: safe space to say yeah, stuff that yeah, might you, offend
0: exactly, people. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you guys won't fully cancel me. <laughs> yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, have, we'll have your own little music, so we know. Okay, be aware, this is
0: Brett, <laughs> uncancelable. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
1: anyway, sorry, but yeah, know I totally, I totally agree with you. It's it's easy to. To get into that that place, and it's hard sometimes to catch ourselves.
2: And and a lot of it is fair, uh-huh. but yeah. it's just like, are you gonna make it a bigger thing than it needs to be? Yeah. Kind of. Yep. Without going on a rant, and everyone wants to. Uh,
1: well, no, I, I I think all of us, it's in our in our um, spiritual journey, but just in life in general. Like we we need perspective checks, right? Like mm. that's the, that's really. Yeah, I, I'll just leave it at that.
0: Maybe that's what we'll call the segment, Perspective Check with Brett. Yeah, there we
1: go. <laughs> well, I don't want to come off like I have
2: the right perspective on everything. Okay, it's not with Brett.
1: We'll just, <laughs> we'll just label Perspective Check, and then any of us can jump in.
0: <laughs> yeah, Brett, when you were sharing, it reminded me of a time when uh, we used to have this uh, conference called Ideas Exchange where mm. children's ministry teachers would get together from all different churches just to share ideas and what they're doing in their church so that— You know, you don't always have to feel like you're trying to come up with your own stuff all the time. You can glean ideas from other people. So one of the years I attended, and each day they would have like a group session in the morning where everybody hears from a keynote speaker and stuff. And then after lunch, there would be workshops. So one of the workshops that I signed up with was uh, Missions Minded Kids, and it was with uh, Joanne Kaba. And so I wanted to hear what she had to say, because I knew she'd gone on a few different missions. And she was one of my mentors, so I really wanted to hear from her. So I go to the class, and the first thing I see is this, you know, Joanne standing in the front, but then there's this also this older lady that's standing behind her, and she's kind of coughing a little bit and looks older. And the first thing that Joanne says is, yeah, I was originally intending to teach this class, but I felt like God wanted me to let someone else teach it, so she's going to teach it. And then I, <laughs> I obviously... I'm, I'm, I had a bad attitude about it. And I was like, I came here to listen to Joanne and now she's passing it off to this older lady. That's like, she even can like, she's coughing, like doesn't look super healthy or anything. I was like, Oh, should I just leave now? What should I do? Why did I sign up for this class? But I can still remember today the words that she said. You know, she was talking about some of the difficulties in raising our kids these days. And this was 20 years ago, talking about, you know, entitlement and apathy mm. and how, as a church, we need to give them a purpose and a vision for what God can do mm. as we raise our kids and to see how that can, you know, giving them a mission will help them to to combat apathy and entitlement. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this what... I can't believe I had a, I had, I had to confess like right there, like, God, I confess I had a bad attitude. This is, I, I'm so glad that I was able to participate in this, this workshop. And yeah, I, I remember afterwards, you know, our team at the time we were from Cer- Cerritos Baptist. So I remember talking to Evasia and I was like, Evasia, that was like one of the best workshops I've ever been to. And she's like, Damon, if she was younger, like you should marry her. I was like what? I was like, what the? <laughs> You can ask Evasia about that one, okay. but but like just but just that the the connection and stuff, it was just like like wow. Like I did I, I totally discounted this person at the beginning just because of how she looked. Mm. But then her heart and what she had to share was so impactful mm. that I remember what she said twenty years later because it was so impactful for me at the time. And so I know sometimes when changes happen or things happen, sometimes we do need to have that perspective check so that we can really receive what God has for us.
1: I think that's good. Uh, it's it's good what what you reminded us of earlier is that as we're heading into this year, God gave us these other goals, I think with some grace too, knowing that these changes are coming. So we we are focusing on stronger together we're focusing on burn brighter so in the midst of things that we could complain about and we could be like oh this is inconvenience this is I don't like this it's not as good as before we can be focused on yeah but we're going to be stronger together that's our goal for this year so we're gonna make it through and we're actually going to do better we're actually going to burn brighter because we're stronger together and because we're pursuing like our maturity and our our spiritual growth and development and as we all do that like you said Brett like if everybody's getting brighter if only a few of us are getting brighter it's like uh, it's going to have an impact but if we all start burning brighter that city on the top of the hill is going to shine even brighter so uh, yeah i'm I'm really happy not happy i'm just um we're we're blessed by what the lord led us to in this um in these kind of vision um points for 2024 i think they're really going to help us get the most out of this year in in the midst of the the challenges
2: i think one thing too is is to know that I want to uh, uh, reassure the listeners that um, the staff and you know the pastors and, and the board and the elders like one thing that that my wife and I talked about because when she started she started coming to catalyst she said well one thing that she could t- tell is that the leadership, really cares about its body Mm. and so she's experienced churches where unfortunately that hasn't been the case and there's been unfortunate circumstances whether it's relationship wise whether it's financially you know just all the problems that come with dealing with people Mm. and she said that you know no church is perfect and i don't think catalyst is perfect But what I'm thankful for is I can see and just from hearing from me or just people sharing like the heart that the staff and the leadership has for the body. And so the change can be seen as like, why are we doing this or like, you know, it's easy to look at the negatives, like I said earlier. But I think it's also to know that like Pastor Barry and the elders and the people praying and making these decisions, it's not just to do it just to do it. And so for us as a body and as, um, you know, looking to um, our pastors and our leaders, it's like part of being stronger together too is like having faith and trust when, in those around you that even when you can't see it, like, no, I trust that you have my best interest, you know, for me too, even if I can't see it or don't recognize it. And so some of the changes that are taking place, they're not even going to be ideal for Pastor Barry, they're not even going to be ideal for the leadership or the staff. But within that, you know, I want to assure everybody that they're doing their best. They're thinking of you when we're making these decisions. It's not just, well, what's best for me? What's easiest for me? It's no, as a church, that heart, that care for everybody is there. And so um, I just hope that that helps take some of the ease off of like the changes that are coming, but more like, Okay, this is a choice that's being made because they feel, and they're trusting that this is going to be the best for me. Mm. This is going to be the best for us, right? And and so I think um, that's something that, for me, being being a part of, of staff and and being able to see some and be a part of some of the bees and stuff is something that I know I've really appreciated is to see all of the thought, concern, and and discernment and prayer and and just thoughtfulness even for me sometimes i'm like okay i think we're thinking about it too much we just got but but to know that you know everybody on the staff like cares that much it's like okay i'm willing to go to battle with these people and i trust that the decisions we make like I'm, i'm good i'm good with it and so i just hope for everybody else like they can start to understand that and feel that and know that um that's why it's not just because uh, we're getting kind of bored, let's just do this. It's like, no, there, there's reason and purpose, and it's also a, a trusting thing that we trust that God is, is moving the way that he is.
1: Yeah, I, mean, <clears throat> I think that's similar just in our experience with trusting God. I think, you know, sometimes things don't look like they're working out the way we want, it to, uh, want them to, or it's not the desired outcome, yet we can have trust and faith that if... You know, there's not necessarily that God is bringing certain things in, but He's going to use them uh, for your your good. And you, you might not see Him for months or even years um, later to look back and see like, oh, now I can see why that went the way it did. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's the same thing. The heart the heart behind it is we want the best for you. Mm-hmm. And I I was really um, how do I want to say this? I I hope people were convicted by what pastor barry said about the classes too because he said the class that he's going to put on he i I know he absolutely believes this that if you take the class and you put the effort in to hearing god he's going to do a class on Mm -hmm. uh, hearing god uh, boot camp if you put the effort in you're going to hear god better once you start recognizing his voice and hearing him better your spiritual journey is going to take leaps and bounds forward in ways that you you can't even uh, see right now but that's his heart his heart is that he wants people to mm. reach their their potential that's like the mission of our church mm-hmm. and I, I the way he said it he was i hope people felt convicted like i need to i i don't hear the lord good enough i need to take tech, yeah, take that class mm-hmm. because I, I i totally agree i've seen in my own life when i started understanding how the lord speaks to me it unlocked so much that I had, I didn't have access to before. Mm. So, I mean, that really, these classes, they're not there just so we can make you wake up earlier and put you through stuff. It's the, the intent is we want you to become all God created you to be. And so, yeah, that's, that's the
0: heart behind um, all we do. Yeah. This episode, we talked a lot about changes and, and changes that are upcoming for our church. But I think one, way that I want to close off our episode is to saying and reminding everyone that despite all the changes that are going on in our lives and around us, God is still the same. He's still the same. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today and he's the same tomorrow and he's not going to change and his care and love for us doesn't change either. So even though we might feel like things are going crazy around us because there's so many different things going on and so many changes coming God is still the same and the way that he sees us is the same. Mm. So despite all the changes that are upcoming, may you experience God's heart for you to flourish in every season. Thanks for listening to the Engage to Flourish podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify so that you don't miss any new content. You can also check out our sister podcast, Catalyst Stories, available on multiple platforms as well. We would also love for you to check out our church. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at Stanford Middle School in Long Beach.